I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, fight fans and insomniacs alike? Welcome to another MMA submission number 23. I'm Cameron, and as always, I have with me... Mason. And Matt, and we're back. And I'm super excited for the show today. You guys probably saw us last on our UFC 232 watch party, which was a blast. Definitely one of my favorite ones we've ever done, but now we have a time to stand back. Finally, we were done for a little bit. Uh, up until until UFC 233. Yeah, I think that was my best performance on a watch party, if I do say so myself. Thank you. So. But we, uh, we're doing a watch party for that. But now we have a week to step back and actually analyze what's happened in the fighting world other than just watching them and commentating on them. Now we get to analyze what's going on, who's moving up, who's moving down the rankings, why is Dana White so mad. <laughs> Let's get right into it. I would if the computer didn't lock up. Or it locked up on you? We're trying to get it to work. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. But in the meantime, I guess I'll just get into it. Do oh, we have it? Is. Yeah, we'll start talking about okay. it. So Colby, Colby Covington, as you may know, is a rather inflammatory figure in the welterweight division. And he is also, or was, I should say, the interim champion. But he, he was stripped due to his stripped. injury. Due to his injury, which is just absolutely mm-hmm. ludicrous. Unbelievable. Almost as ludicrous as the stripping of Tony, Tony Ferguson. Ferguson. They're up there for MMA yeah. moves that made no sense in the UFC. Purely political. Yeah. I, I think that... Oh, well, go ahead. What? No, it's okay. Here. No. You, what, do you have something to say I on just the think Daniel Cormier was, was stripped of his title. I think that was bullshit and quick also. And just in my opinion. And automatically have John Jones fight for the title like that right off the bat. Uh, instead of having like uh, a round robin uh, or uh, like a, Between a title, bracket. Uh, challenger eliminator. Yeah, I think there should have been something like that for the Between 205. Uh, name everybody. Gustafson everybody into a top five, top uh, six. John Jones and Lionheart before the. Before he was stripped? Before he fought Cormier? I don't know. Like Cormier uh, said, though, that. Well, Cormier was never going to go back I down. I know you were going to say that's the reason I said never mind. You both are going, he's never going back down to 205. He's going to stay heavyweight. He's never going back but down. I know. Colby Covington gets stripped. Makes, <laughs> no, makes sense. no sense. And now, yeah. okay, let's lay it out. Let's play out the timeline. Colby Covington beats Rafael Dos Anjos in one of the most impressive performances he's yes. had in his career. Blew my mind. Hands down. Is in everyone's minds the next up for the tell shot after Darren Till. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Darren Till gets the tell shot because Colby's injured. Yes. While Colby's injured, he is stripped of the title. Tyron Woodley beats Darren Till in emphatic fashion. Kamaru Usman then beats Rafael Dos Anjos and now bypasses Colby Covington for the title shot. It makes no sense to me. And Colby's talked about this himself. It makes absolutely no sense why a guy, Kamaru Usman, who doesn't have as impressive as a resume as Colby. Not even close. Doesn't have impressive as uh, doesn't have as impressive of a resume as Colby. Gets to jump ahead of him in line. And then you also factor in that they beat the same guy to become the challenger to the title. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think Colby had a more dominant performance than Kamara Much did. Much more. Yeah, he Definitely. did. Kamara had more of a back and forth with Rafael, so it makes no sense why Colby now has to sit out again and watch a, a challenger not as good as him take the fight when Colby said he's ready. I think it's absolute bullshit. It doesn't make any sense at all. I think it's because... It's really frustrating to see. And I'm not even... I don't even like Colby that much as an individual anyway. I know he's portraying this character and he's he's the heel of the welterweight division or even of the UFC at this point, but... I th- he deserves the shot. He, he deserves does. this chance. He, should, he never should have been stripped to begin with but, over over an injury like that. But why even have... Why even have belts? If you're just, great if you're point. just gonna, That's a great point. If you're just gonna... Okay, you're fighting for a belt. Here it is. Oh! You're not fighting. Give me the belt back. I mean, what the fuck is the point to have belts at each weight class? I think you're just ex- have weight classes and go from there. You're exactly right. What is the point of interim belts at all? No. You They literally just throw them in to spice up cards yeah. and get yeah. up pay-per-view numbers. Exactly. They are literally meaningless. They showed that with Tony Ferguson. Yes. And they're showing it again with Colby. These belts mean nothing. nothing. They don't, they don't, even don't guarantee. So if you see an interim belt, I would say... Don't go. Don't buy the card. No, I yeah. wouldn't even. They don't even imply that there will at one point be unification of the two belts. Exactly. It's so aggravating because at least in boxing, when you have an interim champion, the next, the next fight, fight is, the is to unify, and that's what it and means. That's how it was in the UFC. But now they're going off script. 
because they just started hanging out like candy. Yeah. To where so many people now have been an interim champion, it blows my fucking mind. Yeah, and even it's so much so that it's even become a meme. You know, someone will win a fight, and John Anik will be like, "Oh, is the next fight for the, the title? For yeah. the title?" And it's yeah. not. It's bullshit. It's whoever he feels like appointing for the next card. And now a champion has to worry if they take a three-month sabbatical in between camps, are they going to get stripped or is there going to be an interim fight? Because now there's so many interim fights when champions aren't even injured. Or even even so, even if they are injured, we've seen injured champions hold on to the belt for years. I mean, look at Kane, Kane, Kane or even DC. DC was injured for a long, long time there for a bit. Uh, what about the the commentator? What's his name? Who was a, a title holder and lost his belt eventually? Dominic Cruz. Cruz. Dominic Cruz was injured I mean, for a grip. Eighteen months. You guys were saying he held his belt before, before they finally, the UFC yeah. finally stripped him. But here's the point that really is fucked up to me. Kobe's already are, come out and said, you know what? If I don't get the title fight. You guys can fucking cut me. I don't want to fight anybody else. You can fucking release me. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that was He odd. said it right in there. But I'm fine with that. Here's the thing you got to be worried about, though. Um, anytime anybody's had a real problem with fucking Dana White and given him a whole bunch of shit in public, and the latest case is Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson, Absorbed the first the fucking chance when you he don't... got to get rid of him, he fucking got rid of him. It's because when you don't tow the company line, they take note of that, yeah. and the minute you're not a winner. You're, yeah, you don't win. To the back you're of the fucking line. gone. And we're gonna make sure you get less opportunities than the guys who promote the UFC. Always are a company man. You know, like Uriah Faber. You know, Uriah Faber took the company man philosophy to the top yeah, he because did. he sided with the UFC on every issue. He shot down every MMA union. Yeah, and he was rewarded for it by the UFC, and that's why like, almost every single one of his fights for five years was for the title. Even if he loses, yeah, even if lose. he loses, Next and fight, title fight. all of his and fighters got UFC contracts. Yeah. yeah, no, that's very. true. It's what established Alpha Male. He was like, "You come here, I have an inroads with the UFC no, as a company man." Well, yeah, and another. This is a. This is the issue you have when the fight promotion also makes the matchups. And that's another thing you don't see in boxing. You have a fight promotion, but then there's a committee. A who committee. actually oversees it. I don't know, it. man. Yeah. I a mean, committee who oversees it, who makes the matchups. And that's how you get the best fighter in the world versus the best contender it, in the world. It's why you Wilder might... Fury was possible. Exactly. Yeah, but you well, might... Also, both those guys aren't pussies like Anthony Joshua. Yeah, but you might get that, but the problem is... Anthony, please don't hurt me. There's too much <laughs> crossover between promotion, judging, and, and, and the cards. Matchmaking. And matchmaking. There's too much. They're too familiar. They actually have dinner together night, the night before Cross fights. Cross-pollination. You can't have that going on either. Uh, and that is a major problem. And you're seeing well, that with the judges and all of them at the same time. I understand that. I'd rather have cross-pollination than uh, absolute and total dictatorship. Yeah. Well, I that's mean, what you're going to see right now. I mean, and, that's and, what we have right now. And that's why people well, are just getting jumped over for absolutely no reason. People are stripped unjustly. They create belts in order to drive up pay per view sales. It's and just I'm kind of arbitrary. Colby. Colby's like, hey, man, you're going to keep me in stasis for what, another two years? I'm in my prime right now. I'm looking like a world beater. Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, but do you want to bite the hand that feeds you? That's the big thing you got to wonder. Do you want to fight a hated, dangerous welterweight opponent that's not he, for the title after hated, being the interim champ? Exactly. Dana White hated Ben As Askren. Askren, yeah. As, a, like you would never fucking believe. But he had such a problem. More, uh, uh, such it's a more interesting watching flies fuck than Ben Askren fighting. Yeah, Dana White's I mean, own uh, He called him like... Ben Quill or whatever. No, no. Uh, Ambien takes Ben Askren's fights to go to sleep. sleep. Yeah. It's the fucking funniest <laughs> line ever. But he hated him so much. But evidently, negotiating with Demetrius Johnson was such a fucking nightmare that as soon as he lost the belt, he fucking traded and got rid of him. Yeah. And I know what you were referencing. Ben Askren called Tyron Woodley Tyquil. Tyquil, yeah. No, no, no. That's Colby. Oh, that was Colby? Oh, yeah, was Colby. Askren oh, and Tyron Woodley are best friends. Oh, yeah. That's why I was confused them. Yeah, they are. They actually won't fight each other. They've already said that. If there's yeah, a right. 165, he wants a 165 weight class. because So he, he said doesn't have to fight. He will and he said he will never fight Tyron Woodley. He will never get in the ring. That's a real so. bummer because... Great matchup. Well, they, they've known each other match. since wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So it just and, makes no sense. And I, I think he had one of... Uh, uh, Joe Rogan had one of uh, his... Uh, 
coaches in the ring uh, at his podcast lately and had said that when Ben comes up, he gives as many rounds as Tyron needs to get ready for a fight. His endurance level and his skill level uh, will help any any MMA fighter get ready. And it was a, uh, an unbelievable joy to have him in fight camp to mm-hmm. help him get ready. For I don't know if I'd want to see that anyway. That'd be like watching Cormier fight Kane. Yes, it wouldn't wouldn't be good. They're too close. Too yeah, close. The, the, the Torturing Brothers fight. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, I, 100%. 100%. I, I get that completely. I think they should do the right thing. Uh, but uh, Kamar Usman, dude, is he really like, uh, he's a skilled fighter. I'll, I'll give you that. He's, I know. Speaking of he's boring the, fucking fights. He's near the top of the division. But I don't like watching Kamaru Usman uh, fights. And I love grappling. <laughs> I love grappling, but his type of grappling, it's not even smash you. It's, no, it's not. Hey, I'm going to put you to bed. <laughs> puts just on some Jay Holiday. Holds. Really? Gets out some silk sheets. I'm going to fuck you until the bell rings. He gets, really? to, a, he gets to a semi-dominant position, and he's and like, just holds and on. hold. Really? Yep. He's highly skilled. I'm not diminishing. Not that that's an easy thing to do, obviously. He, he completely but. neutralizes so many other people's game. But to just for him, to, what is he more of a draw than Colby? No, we all wanted to see the Colby fight. And yeah. when they blatantly make a move like this, it shows something happened behind the scenes. Something happened. Had I to think have. there was contract negotiations that fell through. Yep. He must have said something to management Money. that they did not like. Yep. And they're retaliating against him. And the thing, too, is are, you're not going to put a muzzle on Colby. That's, that's, Especially that's, since Colby said, fine, I'll be, just release me then. Yeah. That's what leads me to believe. Well, that's happened. something fucking major that happened right there. So that's the, yeah. that's the scariest fucking thing to me. Yes, but next we can talk about John Jones and how he handled the win against Alexander Gustafson. No picograms in his system the night of the fight at all. No metabolites. Not a nothing zilch. And he... he Absolutely shuts him. down Alexander. Yeah, Gustin. he fucked up Alexander. If this were proper. Mortal Kombat, that'd be a flawless victory. Yeah, he would have just done the Scorpion, where he like punches the body and grabs the spine, or is that Sub Zero? I don't know. Sub Zero makes him smash into a bunch of pieces and then grabs the head. Yeah, and I'll tell you when we. It I, was a fatality in there. When I watched it, you know, f- uh, from the view of the camera, I mean, the the crowd shots are just so fucking great because. Some of these views, I had no idea. The camera shot that they showed, uh, this is on our Twitter feed. If you get a chance to see it, go see it because uh, it's unbelievable. We got the other side of that where you didn't see the left constantly connecting with fucking Gustafson's head. It's those ratcheting punches yeah, that knocked this, out DC as well. This is the one that I never saw that. See how he ratchets the, the arm? Th- that ground and pound is going to knock you out with two strikes, let alone five, the five that he threw right there. And, and I never That's saw this And angle. on the feet, it was like a video game. Untouched. Like, he, And you could just see the way John was moving. He was throwing out like a little strike, and he'd be like, oh, how did you react to that, Alex? Okay, and then he would just exit out. Oh, oh, you're, you're looking for the punch? Oblique kick. And then he would just move around, and every stage it felt like John was leading him. Multiple yeah. steps ahead. And every time Alexander... Alexander was coming forward that entire fight actively trying to hit him. It wasn't like he was tentative. He was throwing punches. John just wasn't, wasn't there. there. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. So completely. then John wins it, handles it like a champ, and he calls out Daniel Cormier, but that's not the fight that's next on the docket for John Jones. Let me talk about the most cringy shoehorning of shit-talking I ever, I've ever seen. It was on Fox Sports 1 after the fight. Mm-hmm. Anthony Lionheart Smith was in studio working for the Fox cast. So they video conference... John Jones with that headset really into the studio with I think Mike Bisbing, um, uh, Carrie, what the KB Heat on Instagram. You know her. I, I don't know what her name is. I think it's Catherine Bryant. And then um, oh, I know who you're Lionheart about. Smith and the, Lionheart. Oh, they're I like, do oh, this. Michael Bisbing's yeah. like Anthony. Is there anything you'd like to say to John <laughs> Jones? And he's like, you know, keep that belt warm because I'm a coming and I'm coming to win. And and John's like, oh. You're really using the Fox platform to shit talk me right now? And he was like, this is embarrassing for you, huh? And it completely cucked him. Really? Sandy Smith was like, I'm coming for you, buddy. And I'm doing the thing. And he was like, have fun on Fox. And then he took Put, off the headset. Have fun and walked away? And I was like, what a big dick bandit Damn, move. And Mike Bisping was like, that's all you're going to say to him, Anthony? Come on. No. He was trying to spur him on. but What is he going to say? It was so awkward to me that Fox would just patch them in and be like, Anthony. Say something. Say something. Yeah. And it seemed like Anthony didn't know that they were going to do that. Oh, man. He was just like, well, you're patching me in with him right now. 
So clearly you can tell that someone at the UFC wanted this fight to happen. Yeah, definitely. Anthony Smith coming off of fighting Volkan Uzdemir, winning in fairly decisive fashion after Volkan started quickly. Back and forth. But it was back and forth. And you were talking about it earlier when we were talking him, in here though. about about you shouldn't yeah. do MMA math, UFC math. But let's do some let's anyway. Let's do it anyway. Let me pull down the chalkboard. Let's break it out, kids. I love this. So you have Anthony Smith, right? He's been a legend killer, but the legends he's beaten have been a little Old. older. And John Jones is beaten. As old times. And John Jones. And not really legends. And John Jones is beaten those. legends. Rashad Evans and Shogun Hua. Rashad Evans and Shogun Hua. Legends of the sport. Okay. Move on. That's not debatable. That's not debatable. Okay. Just, just for, just for fans, those are legends of the sport. Okay, sure they are. Oh my god, dude! Are you what? Really? <laughs> we're not even getting into this. Here, right I know. Now. Okay, so, so we're moving he beat on. two legends of the sport: Shogun Hua, past their prime. Uh, yeah, past their prime, hundred percent. Rashad Evans, fighters, and John Jones beat those guys in their prime. Yes. And then let's do even more MMA mouth. So you have. Anthony Leonard Smith, who beat Volkan Uzdemir, right? In a back and forth fight where both guys had their moments, right? Volkan clipped him a lot. And that's sad. Then Volkan Uzdemir gets embarrassed by Daniel M- Cormier. Not even close. Nope. Not shouldn't even have, close. Shouldn't even been in the same Not room. in the realm of close. Nope. Anthony, Daniel, nothing happened that surprised Daniel whatsoever. No, he could have fucked him if he wanted to. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. After he killed him. Put yeah. on some nice R&B. Yeah. And then, so then you have Daniel Cormier who was then finished by John Jones in their last encounter. Yeah. So if you're doing the math, even though that doesn't always work out, but we Usually did the math, doesn't. it doesn't check doesn't, out. doesn't, but you know what? This math checks out. It doesn't check out at all. It does check out. I mean, <laughs> John Jones, <laughs> John Jones versus Lionheart Smith, I think, it won't even unfortunately, it's a lamb to the slaughter. Man. It is. You're it's, taking Gustafson, a guy like Gustafson got embarrassed. I think he has a puncher's chance, but not much more than that. Yeah. He's I got, know a lot of guys that had a puncher's chance against John Jones, you know? Yeah. It's Rampage, I think, Sugar Rashad. I think Gustafson had a better chance. Would beat Lionheart. Yes. And we just and saw they actually what John wanted Jones to fight. did to Gustafson. Do you remember when, when Gustafson actually called out Lionheart after winning his. He won that fight against. Uh, uh, Voldemir. I'm, I'm not saying Volkan right. Uzdemir. Uzdemir. Volkan. You Thank just you for playing. morphed the first and last name. <laughs> <laughs> and I did Harry Potter. Yeah, you did that and then said that Shogun Hua wasn't a legend. No. And then, uh, and the scary part is, after he had won that fight, Gustafson <laughs> called him out and said, you know what, I'll fight you. And then he started talking shit. And, and fucking... And this is not... would have killed him. This is not... Well... He would have killed him. This is not downing Anthony Leonard-Smith, because I think he's the fourth wow. ranked... I do. I think he's the fourth ranked light heavyweight in the world. But and the I think gap, he's a solid fourth. But the gap between third Four, and yeah, fourth... Is a is fucking light year. It's pretty big. It's a it's fucking light year. And the difference between the top two to four is really big. Yeah. And I think one to four is... And I think one to four is going to be a little jarring. Yeah. I think you're going to see a Volkan Uzdemir, Daniel Cormier type of situation because Gustin, people don't know this. A lot of people downplay his boxing. His boxing is some of the best in the division, yeah, hands by down. Far. And just watching what John did. He, and took him down and just handled him from the back. That was amazing. There yeah. was no significant anyone, shot anyone, nope. anyone who watched our watch party knows that I really wanted Gus to win that fight. And I did not, too. Both of you guys are not. I'm not a John Jones fan, but like, he got worked. Whoa, he got worked, dude. Yikes. I was extra shocked yeah. at how well John broke. You know what got broke on it? A decent sweat by John, and that's about it. John navigated that so and well, handled it. It was handled unreal. It. Was and I'm sorry, he Lionheart will not fare well. I think that performance really cemented him as the best fighter to ever step in the octagon. Me too. I totally agree. Uh, and I'm telling you, the difference between Cormier, I mean, that's the only fight. John will finish everybody in that weight class after, because I thought Gustafson was his only challenge, to I be agree. honest. I agree. He will finish everybody in 205, and the only way he's going to get any challenge is to go to heavyweight. Yep. I'm that's the only right. place where and I you can know, see him you know maybe losing. And you know what's going to be maybe. scary? You know maybe. What's, exactly. You know, I think he'd beat a lot of and, and here's the scary part. Here's the scary part. After he feats everybody in 205 and Daniel retires... And goes to eat chicken and cupcakes, which he should. Which he's he the should. Best he's the best guy in the world. I want to see he's him ringside. He's the best commentator every day of his life after this. Better I than see Goldie. Him. Better than anybody. Him and Joe Rogan at, at, at ringside always. And then once Daniel retires, he John will have both belts if he chooses to until he decides to give them up because there's no one to challenge. We have him. one hope. 
Who? Get Francis Ngannou some some wrestling shoes and a jiu-jitsu belt, please. Mm, I, don't I don't think know. so. I, I mean, think Stipe. Maybe. Stipe, maybe. Or, or Kane, maybe. Old, Stipe. Old. Stipe could do it. Mm. Stipe, Stipe could catch you. Stipe. I really think he well, could. I, it, and you talked about a boxer's chance. That's the only And rewatching Daniel Cormier Stipe's fight, Stipe was doing really <laughs> well until he got he taken wasn't. down. Yeah. <laughs> until you get until taken he down. Wasn't. And well, you know who's a great wrestler? Until he got knocked out. And you know yeah, who's a great wrestler? Yeah. John Jones. Oh, well, yeah. He's been wrestling since uh, he was. So what you go champ, right? Yeah. So what's, I, don't know I mean, give that. me a break. Might not have been. I think I'm thinking Anthony Rumble John. But, yeah. but let's be honest. You, you put Stipe and John in a ring. Who are you, who are you guys picking? I know I'm putting you're... my house on someone. Exactly. It's John Jones. I'm exactly. never going to bet against John Jones. I would never exactly. bet against John Thank Jones, you. especially after Gus, uh, Gus's last fight. 100%. It's just it's it's interesting, but let's talk about another fighter that was on that card that I thought looked especially well transitioning to a new weight class. Unbelievable! And that was Michael Chiesa. He looked now fantastic. he had been talking a lot about his strength and conditioning training for this fight, but I personally was shocked at just how strong he looked inside the octagon. My guy finished Carlos Condit, another legend. Yeah, with a one-arm one arm Kimura. One armed. I've never seen that in my entire the life. The strength needed to finish a one arm. And I've been Kimura. watching fighting and jujitsu for a, a while now. Yeah, you have. And that shit. You guys is have the library. Ridiculous. And, and, and he looked great at 170. He looks so much healthier and so much less anemic. He just looks strong. Yeah. And that's how he looked. Like when they were in the clinch, you could tell there was a sizable strength. When it got to the ground, it was just like. That's, I, I, I was liking what I was seeing. And Condon Carlos, was doing so you, good. Carlos responding. off his back. Carlos, Carlos Condon almost finished it with him with an arm That, was, arm that yeah. was some of the yes. best grappling I've seen, like exchanges in the UFC. Exactly. Because they both brought their singlets and they were just grappling. It, was yes, literally they were. Like, it looked like a competitive jujitsu match. It, it did. Was great. And, and with the arm bar, I was scared for him too. He yeah. leaned into it he and he got it. his arm free. And then that was it, folks. Beautiful defense by Chiesa on that armbar attempt. But I'll tell you what, that takedown, man, that was some scary shit. That great, it was a great double leg. Oh yeah, and he the great timing wrestling. took him straight in and right down. It was awesome. Chiesa looked strong. He as looked fuck strong. on the ground. I'm telling you, that weight class is fucking stocked. 170. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my you god, don't. that is a fucking unbelievable weight class. Not long ago, people were talking about just a few stacked divisions in the UFC, and now it just seems like every single division, especially for the top five of every division. It's it's a murderer's row. Man. It is. It's fucking scary. And and the, the crazy part is, we they had to close the card. I th- what was it? Uh, they had to cancel the card because there were so many injuries, and they had to move fighters around. I'm trying to get up to the card for the next UFC event. UFC 235. Uh, well, 235 is in March. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's not the next card. It's well, coming that's up the one March second. That's the one I, I, I'm talking about because that has. It's an, easily the most exciting card. Yes. Of here the it year. is. Let's get into this. Every fight Every on this fight. card is a superstar matchup. Look at the shit, Every man. Every single fight on this card. Could. Start at the bottom right. Let's could go. It. We have Diego Sanchez versus Mickey Gall. Oh. Which Every is single a... fight could at least headline an ESPN Plus. Yes, it's an amazing fight. You have Tisha Torres versus some Asian bitch. <laughs> no offense. No offense, but... No offense, I don't know who. I, I who can't are you? Yeah, but still. But, but then, well, you know what it is. They're, they're calling it the China Invasion because there's another fighter coming to a fight night that's from China also, and she's from China. Ever since they uh, they talked about opening the new training facility over in China when they went there for the last event, they've been recruiting. They've been recruiting and yeah. pulling fighters in, and they're starting to bring them on the bottom of the the pay per view events. Dana White did talk about this in an article on his Twitter feed that I was reading about, and you're going to see this. This is one of the one of the fighters, and there's going to be on the earlier card. It might be the one in January 19th with Dillashaw and Cejudo that we're going to be talking about. It's going to have one of uh, one of the male fighters out of China on it. Yes, and then we have OSP versus... He looks familiar. I don't know his name. He looks very familiar. Can we actually pull up the names? Sure, I have them right here. Yes, but um, right here. then we have... D- uh, oh yeah, here it is. Kirkov against St. Pur. Sir- Me- Niko Serkinov. Serkinov. Or Mika Serkinov? Off. versus Ovin St. Pru, and then we right. have Jeremy Stevens versus fucking Zabit Magomed Shapirov. Zabit. Obviously, one of the most exciting fighters to watch in the 145 pound division. He's been looking absolutely fantastic. That yeah. Brandon Davis fight where he landed that crazy knee bar. Yeah, 
from like the splato position did, did, was did insane. Did Sabit have an injury or something? Because I remember he was supposed to fight. And uh, had Yair a, had an injury. Yair oh, had to pull out, and fight. he had to pull out of the fight because yeah. that—that's why he was supposed to fight in the last card again, and now he's in this one. Yeah. And Jeremy Stevens, I actually think this is a great fight for both guys. It's a massive test for Zabit because guys who yes. try to go toe to toe with Jeremy Stevens get, get knocked, knocked the fuck out. Yeah. You have to be smart against this guy. And Stevens, if you box with him, you will get knocked. And out. Stevens coming back from that liver punch loss. He's coming off from a, a horrific body shot yeah. against Jose Aldo. That and that was brutal. Him. It was brutal. And then we have Holly Holm versus Lad. I think she Holly Holm. This is going to be a good fight for her to kind of yeah. get back on track. She needs it. Regroup. Get to get back to start building that momentum. You know she, she needs had. to get a win streak going. She does earlier because she's been fighting absolute killers. Yeah, and she hasn't been able to get that confidence back that she really needs but, to be at the top of the division. But this is also a chance for her opponent to establish herself. As I think a force. she's actually Lad is undefeated. Exactly. If I believe so. And it's going to be a test for her. Either either Holmes is going to continue, break her losing streak, and start moving up back into the chase, or Lad's going to make it. And then we have Tyron Woodley versus Kirmar Usman, which I think is going to be the biggest mismatch on the card. Thanks so, really. I think Tyron Woodley is going to beat him. I think, I think so. where where is Kamar Usman better, better than, than Tyron Woodley? Not it, nowhere. Like Tyron says, it's about skill sets, and his skill sets are fucking amazing. It's scary. He's the now only... a jiu-jitsu black belt. Yes, uh, an world NCAA class, wrestler, world class wrestler, <laughs> and a knockout artist. Yes, who also is one of the best technical strikers in the world. You can't take Out that away from. Outkickboxed Wonder Boy. Yes. Yeah, uh, and, and knocked. Knock and then knock down till the and only then choked him out. Major X factor is some sort of underestimation or intimidation yeah. factor. And do you see him being intimidated? I have never seen Tyron Woodley get off his game. No. Even when he get when he appears to be like uh, people get the better of him in trash talk. Yeah, it doesn't actually affect his performance. Mm-hmm. Well, where he's just like, okay, bro, you're gonna talk that shit. I'm just gonna be on TMZ, do my thing. I'm gonna come out with a song, and then I'll knock you out, and yeah. then I'll beat you. And the only person that actually seemed to throw him off his game a little bit was when he was not getting on with Dana White. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, I no will, fighter. I will never doubt Tyron Woodley again. Nope. We're I, I I'll speak for myself. I'm a massive Tyron Woodley fan. Yep. I'm going to yeah, praise his gospel any chance I get on yep. this podcast. I think so. a couple more title defenses, and he is definitely in the discussion for the best welterweight of all time. Yep, and that's including GSP, guys. Sorry, that's including GSP. Yeah. So hold wow, on, wow, for fist. you two to say that. Holy well, shit. look at he's beating all no, covers. No, 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 no. But you guys have always sold me on GSP, GSP, yes. GSP, GSP. Well, I still GSP. think he's and the best And then we right have now, the most intriguing fight of the night. Hell yeah. I'll have my spectacles on watching from the booth. I cannot wait. I am so... Ben Askren. Ben Funky back. Askren. Stepping back. Versus Robbie Lawler. Oh, boy. What is going to fucking happen? Because obviously Robbie Lawler's a huge step up from any of the competition that Ben Askren was facing in one championship. Yes. But Ben Askren looked so overwhelmingly dominant and won that could Robbie Lawler challenge his wrestling? I think the real question is we just need to figure out how Robbie Lawler is going to respond because he's going to get taken down. You will get taken down. Well, not it's, only that. I've watched Ben Askren fight. You will get – it's you, not even no, – it's not, when. not even not if – it's, it's like fighting Khabib. It's like, okay, we're on the ground. Yeah, we're, uh, we yes, starting no, – no, we're on true. the ground. Now what? What do we do from here to get back up? But not only that, uh, 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 Lawler's been in so many wars over the over the past couple of years. He's had a significant break. He's needed that break. That's true. He's He's been – I mean, the Injuries, battles. He just the ripped tore wars, his ACL. ACL. The knockouts, the headshots, the fights, the battles. Yeah. And he's an OG. He, yeah. Remember when he knocked out Phil Baroni? Yeah. Freaking year, years, uh, years ago. He's one of the last journeymen from the WEC. Yeah. And, and my thing is he's had about 18 months off, and it's good to see. And, but this will see where he is at what point he is in his career. And this is – talking about getting thrown right back into the fire. Oh, yeah. There's no tune-up fight in the UFC, man. No, I'll tell you what. No. You'll come back off an injury and they'll be like, oh, so you want a top five opponent? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you want a scary Ben Askren who's yeah. talking all the shit in the world and all I love it? I love it because it's so disarming. It's like your dad talking shit. Oh, fuck, it's like, that's okay, funny. that's cool. No, but it's interesting to see because, again, 170 is a scary <coughs> fucking division it's right It's wild, now. isn't it? And you guys already know where we stand on John Jones versus Anthony Smith. Yeah, we already covered we already that. We already covered that. But, holy shit, if you're not excited for UFC 235, who are you? You gotta be. March I guess 2nd. you're not a fight fan. You probably watch boxing. You probably hated the Wilder Fury fight. 
You're probably one of those guys. That was an amazing fight. The rematch is going to happen soon. Oh, the Wilder Fury? Yeah. I cannot wait for that. Because be, both guys, I still want both guys to win. It'll probably be the best fight. I'm hoping for another draw. Oh, my, I'm hoping <laughs> for another draw, too. I Because I don't want either of them to lose. Because it's heartbreaking to see either of those guys lose. Because I know both of them are actually good people. Yep, exactly. Plus, it terrifies me when Dante Wilder goes, Bomb Squad! After he hits people. It's terrifying. Have that you ever seen terrifying. him do it in the gym? No. You don't? You've never heard him yell, Bomb Squad? Who does that? No, I haven't. You literally... Are you a Deontay Wilder fan? Yeah, oh, you mean I when am. he knocks people out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, bomb Squad? Yeah, he screams. Everyone on his team screams, Bomb Squad! I probably have just ignored it. Uh, he, you'll see it occasionally on Twitter. They'll throw yeah, it you're out. acting like I'm he'll crazy. He'll be sparring. Oh, he'll be sparring crazy. and he'll lay out the guy he's sparring with and everybody in the fucking room will he'll yell. He'll get all hyphy. They'll oh, yell, Bomb Squad! That's healthy. Yeah. And Good training have, environment. And then you have Tyson yeah. Fury, probably the nicest person in the comeback ever. Gave his whole fight purse to mental health uh, to mental health charities. Yep. I mean, how amazing is that? It's so wholesome. How about a UFC um, fight pass? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I am such a Fuck man. you. I'm sorry. I, you guys are so over the fucking moon on this guy. I hey, how, how about not fucking up in the first place? Yeah, but you can't change what is. And the mm. field of redemption, he could have stayed. Yeah. He could have stayed yeah, living a life really. of excess. Yeah, he could have okay. stayed uh, living a life right. where he was away from his family. But I instead know. he chose to correct his path. He was mentally ill. Get back in the ring. How, how about feeling for the, the people who do things right all the time? Like He's clinically mentally ill. Mm. He was he was unwell, <coughs> and then he got well. I like it. I love it. All right, good for you guys. But I, I, I like All I, right, I like what's it. next? I liked his opponent better. Oh, yeah, Dante Wilder is also well, nothing, a great guy. There's nothing Wilder, wrong with that. You know, you're not doing anything wrong. You're living your life right. You're not making any wrong decisions. He's got one of the best stories. You Dante know, it's, that's one of the, it's most, the most wholesome stories. Well, and uh, he said that some okay. nights he just sits up and he's like, I just want to prove I'm the best. He's like, I really don't care who I fight. I just want to be considered the best. All I've wanted is the respect of the fans. And it's really good to have the heavyweight title back in, in, in somebody's hands in the United States and have somebody fighting all the time. Yeah, who's not afraid of people. No. Whereas Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua, they want his team is like, well, we have to protect our interests. Yeah, obviously. that's such bullshit. Because they're getting paid out the England. ass to fight in England. Fighters fight. That's what they fucking always yeah. do. But Anthony Joshua like, fights guys who aren't as good as him. <laughs> and well, only in England. And they know it. Yeah. But again, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you guys, you love great fucking stories and comeback stories. I uh, just love a great story in general. It doesn't eh, have to necessarily be comeback. Eh, well, I don't like comeback stories. Eh, why? Eh, why? Why? Because so you'd prefer people who fuck up to just no, no. I prefer people who do things the right way all the time and we are to humans. Move it is our way to err. Everybody fucks up. But again, then I like when people come back stronger. Uh, uh, again, especially fighters. Wow. Fighters live such up and down roller coaster lives. You know what I really love? Yeah. The fact that when I try to say what I love, you guys interject. Because I know right it's going to be it. controversial. Uh, well, Continue. I'm sorry, it's controversial. Say what you love. Uh, what I love is I, I love Dante Wilder, or the guy who was doing everything the right way the first time, didn't have to fuck everything up and then write the ship and then redo everything again and have everybody cheer him on for being a fuck up. I like the fact that you do things right the first time and you move on. Like, we'll go on to Fight Pass. Yeah, let's go on to let's Fight Pass. On to fight pass. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys hate when I do that, but that's... Well, that's why it's the MMA submission, and it's our show to have an opinion. Dun, 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 dun. Charge. I like this because, you know, I always say to myself, we don't get enough hate mail. <laughs> I just really, I love opening it. What's up, you, you fat guys fuck? Do. I, <laughs> you guys do. You, love you guys know nothing about fighting. I would choke you out and leave you behind a dumpster, And bitch. they're probably right. And but I'm looking forward to getting those letters. I appreciate that. And, and it's not the point that I don't think it's great that he donated yeah. a purse to mental health. I think that's awesome. But let's not keep praising people for fucking up and then turning over a new leaf. Let's we never praised him for fucking up. You know, I don't think he fucked up. I think he was sick. Okay. He was mentally unwell. And I think that that's kind of the perception we need to change. Mental illness being a fuck up. We need to change that's it to being... That's the problem. You're, it's, an, oh, it's like being okay. sick. Okay. You know, he literally was I'm sorry I called his illness... Oh, oh no! We're gonna get hey. more letters. He just did so, air quotes. So ESPN's ESPN. fight pass is coming out. ESPN's <laughs> and so now with the ESPN. Wow, sorry, deal, I'm just saying. With the ESPN deal, we're getting love you, fights. Love you, Wilder. Yeah, love you, Wilder. Me too. But now we have fights. <laughs> 
Matt, you. Don't fuck Matt how will we be watching fights in the new year? In the new year, you're going to have two options. One, Fight Pass has now lost all their uh, their fight night specials. They all moved over to ESP, ESPN+. Plus. So I started wondering, well, why the hell are we going to watch Fight Pass anymore? Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, that was one of the biggest things. You got to see all the prelims. You got to see everything on there that wasn't on Fox. And you got to see a little behind the scenes. Yeah, they had exclusive Fight Pass cards. And they had documentaries that would come out on there that were pretty interesting. Pretty good. So what they're promising us now on Fight Pass is they're going to have more than a hundred, more than a thousand new hours of content per year. Mason was just looking over this before and saying, now we're going to have Glory on there, which wasn't on there. It was on there. It was on there, but you're going to have Glory, Invicta, which is, and also Dana White's um, Contender Series. Uh, Eddie Bravo's Invitational. That's the um, uh, 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 jiu-jitsu combat. Yeah, competitive jiu-jitsu. Competitive combat jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu, which is also Polaris, you were saying, is also very similar to that. Why yeah. ignore 50% of the body? Yes, Polaris is also jiu-jitsu. And you have the Cage Ashigurami. Warriors. <laughs> now, to be honest with you, I just watched it for a, a, an occasional fight bank of, or love, library of all their previous fights. I and personally really like Cage Warriors. Cage, <laughs> Cage Warriors, you get to see developmental talent in Europe. Exactly. That's what Mason was just saying. And it's it's guy it's more fun because these guys they're not as technically sound, but you can tell it's they It's raw. It's a raw fight. That's why I like it. Raw. Yeah, and that's where Connor and evidently came. You from. get to see how the high level fights, techniques from those high level fights seep into lower promotions. So that figure fouring the legs after a double leg right. that Khabib it's showed much more in common. the Connor fight. The next Cage Warriors Five of the guys in- instituted. Did they really? Yeah. And that's it just shows you how guys see shit and they're like, I'll try that out. Well, it just goes to show you how quickly the sport's evolving, and we don't know all of the most effective stuff yet. Yeah, and all the, the promotions four, that are downwind, they catch all the techniques after on there on the big stage, and it's interesting to see. So, so evidently, uh, uh, Fight Pass is still one of the good options about it is you can pay by year. I fucking love that. I don't like getting hit monthly at the fee. 96 bucks a year, one time. You get the option for all the coverage for all the different uh, phases and different types of fighting and mixed martial arts. So it does sound like it's still going to have uh, a lot of good content. It's going to be Definitely. worth it. So we're going to continue to use it. Absolutely. Now, flipping the script over... <laughs> uh, I was wondering well, if, what, what's going to go on with ESPN Plus because they paid, what was it, $1.7 billion to have it Something on for the next year, next couple of years. So if you look at this, this is the schedule coming up for UFC uh, Plus with all the uh, events for the next six months, now all the way from now to June. Here's why I worry. Do you want me to tell you why I'm worried? Why? Because I see a lot of these cards on ESPN Plus, and that scares me for a very specific reason. I worry that ESPN is using the UFC as a token item to put on their ESPN Plus to try to lure people into it. That's what I feel like it's becoming, and I don't want it to be a token thing. I wanted them to go to ESPN to become more mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Be integrated in with all the other sprites. In my dream, NFL and the UFC are, like, right there. First, yeah. First, you watch Monday Night Football, and after, you catch the fights. Catch the fights, exactly. That are on the West Coast. Like, that'd be really cool to see. But I'm worried that look at how many fights are, uh, of this are on ESPN+. Plus. And if we're relegated to just ESPN+, Plus, we have to pay a premium for premium membership to stream these fights. Well, I looked into that. It's going to be 50 bucks for a year. That is just that's so unfortunate. Well, it's 50 like, bucks is a fucking bargain. But I feel like a lot of events. people might not pay that when on FS1 they were the free cards that brought people into the sport. Well, there's only- and if you look, FS1, maybe the ratings weren't that high. But it was bringing in new people. That's true. Yeah, but you have and to remember too. There's only going to be four event, four free events. So they are going to make you purchase their app. That's the bottom line. You're, you, I mean, they paid 1.7 billion. Are you guys worried though about that? A little. And not being. Uh, I wanted I, when I heard ESPN, I was like, yes, because then we're going to have the NBA, then MMA together, and we're going to have all those Stephen A. Stephen A. And I don't want to hear them talk about PTI. It. We're going to have I those guys. I, I don't. No, but let me get it because we're okay, going to we're gonna have to get into those guys. They're going to have to start analyzing that stuff. Yeah. Actually learning it instead of just using it as a token topic every time a big fight comes up. Which that, have to start, that's what bothers me. Once they start researching too. and paying proper respect and then they actually get good at analyzing it, you're going to have MMA being disseminated to so many people. And that's what I was hoping for when I was like, but they signed with ESPN? And then I look at this and I'm like, no! Because <laughs> yeah, now they just want MMA fans to buy their fucking streaming service. What else is on ESPN? Roger Federer washing his balls? Yeah. Why am I buying this? Well, my my only worry is, is if you do purchase the app and they are going to have events on it, I just don't want to see him cutting from UFC fight to something else. 
There we go. From UFC event to something else, if that's okay. Um, to have him cut from one thing, really? Are, are, are we going to keep going? There we go. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> just I think <laughs> so, are they going to be cutting from a UFC event over to like golf or basketball game on the Plus channel? That's my concern. Because are they going to They have done that shit in the past. I know. And that's what I'm trying to say. What? Yes. They'll have a college basketball game on and they'll turn it off because the Astros come on. So what if they're showing a lesser known UFC card? Never. Exactly. Don't and ever turn that well, fight off. And the Hornets are playing the Jazz. The problem and is, it over. and I've said, it, I've said it before, they were number one on, on FS1. FS1. FS1 was so happy to have them. It, and they had them everywhere. Everywhere. They were KB their Heat premier was thing. screaming MMA through exactly. the halls. They had a dedicated Everything. set for UFC tonight. Exactly. Are they going to get that on ESPN, though? Because you got to understand, they're always going to go with football. Then they're always going to go with basketball. Then they're always going to go with baseball, and then they're going to go with hockey, and now you're the redheaded fucking stepchild. Are they going to cut off to something we're else? bigger than hockey. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, let me finish. I'm not saying that we're not, but then we're not you got college football, and you got college basketball in March, and then you got and, and then uh, what are you saying? Are you're saying we're the and biggest biggest thing ever? I have to hear, but, but are we? Are we? And then if I have to hear another Skip Bayless type talk about sumo style wrestling being employed in a match. I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. Because, well, uh, okay, we not we may not be the most educated MMA fans, but we are worlds past that. that. Yeah. Well, like, not, what is that? Not, At least know roughly what the sport is. Not when you have Darren Ravel making a comment, a guy who covers football, calling the knockout of Cyborg and Ronda Rousey by a man. A brutal hit to the UFC. UFC. On their marketing fucking department. Idiot. He has no fucking idea what he was talking about. And he still does. And, and well, shouldn't like, be commenting. A football journalist has nothing to gain from downing the most the most fastest growing sport. The, the fastest growing sport. He has nothing to gain. Oh, yeah. He or does he? Yeah. It totally behooves him to downplay a growing <laughs> sport and hype up football. We're in football season and people are talking about fights. It detracts away from that. Yeah. It's absolute bullshit. And to, and bullshit. to downplay it by knocking the best female mixed martial artist of all time. Like, yeah. are you a fucking idiot? Why it makes you... no sense. To say that she's not marketable? Are you shitting me? But it goes back to my point. I don't want to hear Skip. I don't want to We hear... don't want to be second fiddle. I don't want to hear those guys commenting on things. I didn't like them in the first place. That's why I stopped watching ESPN, to be honest. And what's going to happen to the FS1 went... desk? Well, Tom Woodley, Michael Bisping, all uh, those hopefully guys. Hopefully, well, they're setting up a desk over at ESPN because that's the crew I want to see I watching hope. it. I hope. And I hope it's Joe Rogan. It is Daniel Cormier. At Joe Ro- I promise you Joe Rogan's not going to do anything. I know because well, he already said he had a problem with them before when they were covering it originally. It's really going to suck. And, and I'm hoping that they can get past that and do it right because this is the formula that has worked thus far. If they don't hire fighters to do their shows and they use some ESPN employees, Fucking I'm going to be blood red mad. Because that was the coolest thing about FS1. That's what I said we were spoiled as MMA fans. Yes. Because we had champions doing, analo- uh, doing analyst work. Yeah. yeah. Analyzing Where fights. You you don't have Peyton Manning coming off the field and then for Sunday Night Football doing uh, analysis. Yes. No, but you have Tyron Woodley breaking down other welterweight fights, and I think that's so fucking interesting. Because he wasn't on that event. But that's now, how you get an educated fan base. If they yes. Get, if they get one of these millennial like dudes <laughs> who they have on their Snapchat story, huh. and they're like, let me break down the new Connor matchup. Yeah. Will Connor be... Like, at ESPN, they only get their dick hard when Connor McGregor's fighting. Yeah. And it really makes me mad because wow. the UFC is not Conor McGregor, man. Not anymore. He, no, you, we have, they have a roster cool full of, of talented, exactly. interesting fighters. And that's what they need to highlight and talk about. Exactly. And, well, that goes back to my original concern. What are they going to be cutting from? And are they going to be cutting from yes. an event? This should be the main question. If you walk up to an ESPN analyst and they're assigned to the MMA team now, ask them, do you know who DJ, TJ Dillashaw is? And if they if they who say doesn't let let that's that, that's, that's, his that's point. my point. That's his point. If they can't say, oh, Bantamweight champion, easy, trains with Dwayne Ludwig. If they can't say hey, those, those two things, give me more than that. If they can't say those two things, you walk away, shaking, and then head. you write a letter to ESPN, fire this employee, please. <laughs> of course, of course, fire them. Because if you don't know, total the, shit. The TJ Dillashaw is the Bantamweight champion, and he trains with Dwayne Ludwig. It's bare minimum. That's bare minimum. That's the that's what everyone knows. And he's one of the best fighters of 
Right now. Right now. Right yeah. now. He's one of the most popular. He he's like number four on the pound for pound list. He should be. Come on. What yeah. is happening? And if you if you can ask that, I would implore UFC employees when you talk to ESPN staff, ask them that question. If they can't answer it, don't let them work on your shows. No, they shouldn't be. Or if anyone ever utters sumo style wrestling. Yeah. Just, I wish I could open hand slap Skip Bayless. What are you doing? Because yeah. you set back... You sit back. Well, you won't, sport. Sport. You won't yeah. really have to anymore because he's Fox Sports One. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. And he won't be over. But you have to worry about the other morons sitting there. They're not necessarily the morons. They're morons. They're ignorant of this uh, when it comes to the sport. If you're yeah. gonna sit there and have an opinion about something, know a little bit. That's yeah, what I'm and if you pretend little, to know, then you're a moron. If you pretend to be a master of MMA. Like, we don't pretend to be Doctor Strange with, like, the time stone. Like, I have no idea. May I tell you about all UFC events? Yeah, no But problem. I'm not going to turn around and tell you it was a damage to the sport that if uh, Amanda Nunes knocked out Cyborg and Ron Yeah, Rousey, that it hurts the sport. One of the, the most, most amazing fights thing. damages yeah. the sport. And that's all everybody's been talking about since it's happened in the last event. Absolute yeah. lunacy. So, so you're going to have Fight Pass for for $86.00. I believe it's eighty six bucks a year. ESPN Plus will be fifty dollars. We're gonna get that app as soon as possible. And then pay per view. And then pay per view on top of that. But we're gonna have that app so we can do watch parties right here for you guys on the Saturdays. Yes, we're biting the bullets so yes, that we can bring do it, it to you, you so you won't have to live on Facebook so and eventually YouTube. If you guys are like diehard <laughs> UFC fans, I definitely recommend that you pick up ESPN Plus. And yes. if you're combat sports fans in general, like I know, we'll have Fight Pass because. We love all combat sports. Everything. And if you hate ESPN analysts, don't worry because you can mute them and tune into the watch parties. Exactly. But I still think that if you're a big combat sports fan, uh, the Fight Pass has a lot to offer, as we mentioned. you They have the whole library, yeah. so if you have a favorite fighter, you can watch all of his or her fights. And they have kickboxing, boxing, jiu-jitsu. They have everything on there. MMA as well, And I course. didn't know that as much as these guys. I was glad I put it up there. I wanted to know, <clears throat> excuse me, for what I wanted to see on the next coming fights. Tons and stuff. it's still stuff there to watch. So I didn't know about the feeder leagues. It's still worth getting. Uh, I think if you're a mixed martial arts person, you should definitely still get it and watch it 100 percent. but now let's talk about this is always off but i wanted to touch on it because i think it's one of the most interesting matchups right now rose nama Hunis is fighting jessica andrade yeah. for her title at ufc 237 and jessica andrade i think looks so good at 115 it's actually nutty. She went down from... She was originally a bantamweight. Yeah, she's yeah. an extra jab. If I do believe. And now she's literally starching bitches at 115. One punch knockouting fighters. Yes. Knockouting? Knocking, knocking, knocking out. out. Knocking them out. She's she's knocking these chicks dead. It, yeah. And now she gets to fight Rose Namajunas, who's... Undispe- she's the best... In well, the she had taken division. some time off because she admittedly said that she was a little traumatized about the dolly coming through the bus window and hasn't really fought bef- since then. They've tried to schedule for her for her event. It was on the Twitter feed. They said that uh, she still needed some time off recovering because she still was shaken up by the whole thing. Definitely. And now, finally, back at May 11th, uh, that'll be UFC 237. Like you said, it'll be Rose against Jessica. I know these are the way too early picks, but who do you like? Gotta ask. Uh, just as a broad shot before we get into like later before on we, when we yeah. actually do it, Rose. Yeah, Rose. Yeah, I'll just say that just as a base, just because after you know, what she did to I've seen Andrade fight and lose in the past, and I feel like her weaknesses uh, play into Rose's strengths. But let's get into one of the funnier stories that was going through the media. It was circling through. This got mainstream attention. This got picked up by non-MMA outlets. Fuck. Pollyanna Viana. Look what she did to this fucking a guy. UFC, I believe. What is she? <laughs> uh, is she a strawweight? She looks like a strawweight. Straw I believe she's a strawweight. There was an attacker who tried to mug her. It was a would-be mugger. Yes. And sh- he picked the wrong fucking fight. This woman beat the shit out of him. I she think threw two punches. Multiple facial him, lacerations. And then uh, and then spun behind him with a, uh, 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 a rear naked choke. Choked him. And then you can see her actually sitting down with his arm behind his back and calling the cops. That's a live shot. Is it weird that I'm like semi erect? You tell I me that. I said the same thing. I'm a little turned on. I, gotta admit. <laughs> I was going to say she, he tried to rob her. She's wearing a UFC shirt, I know. She's and she's a jacked. Badass. Look at she's jacked. 
He got bigger picked, arms than him. Well, look at how tiny. They, why would you try to mug this chick? I don't know. UFC shirt on. I wouldn't mug anyone wearing a UFC shirt. Yeah. Just why the fuck would you it's like Kevin Hart said. You don't know what people know nowadays. They no, might just yeah. start stretching their thighs. What were you saying about Eddie Bravo? He, he, they, they got in a fight with somebody. A, a piled out of a car. You were talking. Oh about yeah, yeah. That's a pretty old story. One of his students got into a fight. Oh, that's it. He was like, uh, he was big into road rage. And yes. He had a serious issue. So we're fighting people all the time. All the time. He wore knee pads. And yeah, just rip away fights. pants and had knee pads on. That's Underneath. some scary shit. Yeah, so he was on the road and he got into this road rage incident and they pulled over onto the median <laughs> and they got into this grappling match. And he was and like... Eddie, Eddie Bravo's student was telling him later, he's like, dude, I think that guy rolled too. <laughs> I think he trains. <laughs> he trains and he was like, man. I think I lost. I think yeah, I lost. <laughs> yeah. They so had like a 20 minute grappling, grappling match. match on the side of the road. So you never know. No. You don't fuck with people anymore. That's just one thing that I just realized. Like it's so be- it's so much easier to de-escalate nowadays just because you you might you don't know especially everyone knows jiu-jitsu now it's so it's so mainstream and like the, yeah the real issue is it doesn't matter how mu- how much martial arts you're aware of if the person's carrying a gun Oh yeah, that's it's the, the ultimate equalizer. But Pollyanna Viana like Batman she was like I don't care if you have weapons yeah, exactly you're fucking, you're fucking dead oh. And she did. Just fucking dragon kick the shit and out of him. And January 29th, you're going to see the Dillashaw. 19th. 19th? I yes. said 29th. You Sorry have about that. TJ Dillashaw versus Henry Cejudo in the super fight. Mother now that the flyweight division is ashen, it's been laid waste to. It had Ragnarok done to it. You know, Dana White came down with the sword, finished it. So now they're all scrambling, trying to, oh, can I get signed here? Can I go to the bantamweight division? Oh, oh can I get to, to Bellator? Can I... Can I get to safety? It's been like 2012, but for flyweights. Yeah. And Henry Sudo's like, I know what I'll do. I'm going to go beat TJ Dillashaw and cement myself as the best. But I believe they're fighting at 125. Yes, they are. Which is so dangerous for Henry Sudo. So if you lose at 125... He has nothing. Oh, you have nothing. And then yeah. you're going to have to try to move up to 135. And you won't have premium status anymore because you will not be a champion. DJ's coming for the belt. He's coming for the extinct division's belt. He's coming for the champ champ. Savage. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, I love how he's playing up the fact that people don't like him now. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the heel. Yeah, he literally wears, like, like snake shirts. I f- it's My favorite so part is Oh, yeah, great. did you see that poster? My favorite part is yeah. he's owning the shit, and he's yeah. still a good guy. Yes. He's, he's actually, actually a good, good guy. Player. Like, he's like, oh, you know, I just train, and then I come home and play with my son. The only thing that's bad about him is that he's competitive in the gym. That's the only knock people have heard. Yeah, I've heard that too. And what people do you mean use by it? He's a dick in the gym. He's a dick oh, in well. the gym. But then the thing that gets me is I would be too. Yeah, yeah I like, think everyone I is I train sometimes. leisurely and I'm still a dick in the gym. Like, I mean, I'm not be. because I'm not sick. Yeah, but he's a dick in the sense that but you're somebody... On a, <laughs> but you're on a pro team, I get it, and you're being competitive. Exactly, and he's a, he's competitive and a dick in the sense that someone would tag him, and he'd be like, I'm going to tag you back for sure. Like, yeah, that's, but that's just competitive nature. Exactly. He so, can't fault but a But I think he would do the way. tagging first. He would... He would, but he's super aggressive with it. That's the thing. Oh, but okay. still, but still, you know. Yep, January nineteenth, Saturday, Cejudo versus Dillashaw, it's the first champ versus champ, ESPN Plus card. Yeah, super and pumped. and it will be. I I think Dillashaw's going to win. I think it'll be the demise of that weight I class. Fucking, I mean, I'm rooting for Dillashaw, but you really think Cejudo's going to beat him? No, no, I'm rooting oh, okay. for Dillashaw. Oh, okay. I hope he wins. I think he's going to win, but Cejudo's a one tough motherfucker. He is. As absolutely. demonstrated by and his last performance. And he showed so much growth. He's training with exactly. that weird fucking guy. The guy was on Joe Rogan. Did you see how odd his trainer was? No, oh, I missed that. One of the weirdest fucks. He wore a mask on, and Joe Rogan's like, when are you going to take that off? He actually got like low-key pissed <laughs> with him. Where he's like, come on, man. Is this supposed to be like some sort of gimmick? But the thing that got to me was but, like, if you asked me who would win this matchup before the previous... Uh, the DJ most recent fight? TJ fight? DJ fight? DJ fight. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Wow. If you asked me before that fight, I would have been like, TJ, not even close. But Zahudo has had shown so much growth in that so fight. So much. That it's like, it's much closer now. Who could take down DJ and hold him down? Like <laughs> that? I would have said no one. No one. But I feel like people, it's it's that syndrome where you just find out who gets the W, but if you revisit that fight, it was so close. The Zahudo Demetrius fight. And Demetrius is right. I don't think they count leg kicks properly in the UFC. It's one of yeah. the most damaging techniques. But jabs to the face, you know, we really got to pride ourselves on that. I agree 100%. Speaking of that, we recently talked about Rose Namahunas. Her fight with Ioana and Jacek, her latest fight, I don't think they scored leg kicks properly in that fight either. And it cost Ioana. It cost Ioana the 
probably the fight. She landed so many more leg kicks. And, and yeah, obviously those are strikes, and I think that would have swung the differential. Widely. Well, in boxing, I know that uh, like they count uh, hits to the body higher than hits to the head. Interesting. Because you do more damage with body shots. Whereas in MMA, it's like, oh, I want to see cuts on the face. Yeah. I just think they need to take away the 10-point must card. I think they should just score everything individually and move on from there. It should be more than three judges. It there should be have been just done right. many suggested revisions. I know Joe Rogan's not happy with the status quo right now. For yeah. judging. I don't think anybody I is. I think the three-judges system is odd. Yeah. Like, why, did, why three? Yeah. Especially, like, why do three people get to decide what the result of a fight is? Mm-hmm. And my thing, too, is I'm, I'm interested to see how some of the other champs are scoring it. I'd like to see some live... Stuff. Live yeah, live it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I would like to have exact. I would like that, but they can't be doing commentary. It's uh, it would like we've it. tried in watch parties doing commentary score. and scoring at the same time is a shit it's show. No, no, so no, no. Hard. I meant if somebody's watching from home. Yeah, I agree. I'd love to see how. I don't know. That's what, Stipe um, is watching the fight from his house. What's Stipe thinking? I, and just pull up what he round by round. I know That'd Joe Rogan. Cool. That's what he suggested. He suggested oh, maybe you have like licensed people. Who oh, are okay. owners of gyms and maybe fighters? Oh no, I'm watching remotely. Who don't watching have vested interests watching remotely, and they yeah. score it, and then you have fifty guys scoring a fight as opposed to three. I think and fifty guys who know what they're talking about. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if they had like, uh, like they have the punch stats pulled up, and then you had like five of the major stars throughout the MMA, yeah. scoring the match while yeah. it was going on real time live from like their phone. You have a code that they had to put in, so you knew who it was, mm-hmm. and then they were actually scoring an event while it was going on. I think that would be pretty and cool. And that's to see smart like. that you guys highlight the absurdity of three people because a lot of the time those three judges aren't even well versed no, in what's going on in the fight. Although there are a lot Clueless. of UFC judges who have upped their game. Obviously, it's gotten they're a lot better. They're trying to evolve. Like I, I, I feel like that's true. That's true. I'm not diminishing that at yeah. all. It has gotten but better, people though. have to realize that, like, UFC judges, like Sal Diamato, like, actively is trying to research stuff to get well more well-versed. Mm-hmm. I know that some judges have been open about that. We're like, look, we are looking at other But tapes. there have been judges in the recent yeah. past. Ooh, recent. <laughs> recent. Recent. Yeah, but they've Where done I'm like, my man. Straight from boxing. Yeah. No, knowledge no knowledge of it's any true. other aspects Well, it's of because of the, the commission appoints, appoints the judges yeah, if it's exactly. a sanctioned fight. Exactly. It's not up to the UFC. Exactly. And that's the problem. Yes. But we'll move on. We're going to go on to see who do you guys think Khabib's next fight's going to be. Is it going to be Ferguson, Holloway? And you know what? I'm sick of hearing about Floyd Mayweather. That is a joke. It's I'm a joke. done. Anyone who suggests that Floyd Mayweather is going to fight Khabib in a boxing match, that is the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever heard. Stop with the cash. It was, it was silly when it was Connor, Stop. but I was such a Connor fanboy that I was like, <coughs> so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah, no kidding. But even that was silly, but a grappler... Competing in a boxing match. That Just give us Ferguson. That's like saying, hey, uh, hey uh, uh, Tom Brady, how about you compete against um, Patrick Mahomes in a bobsledding competition? Yeah, why even bother? We'll see what happens. It's two different things. It's, it's completely different. It would be it would be a wash. People would make – I would actually make a lot of money because no matter the odds, I'm putting my house on Floyd Mayweather – and you'll make all yeah, the Yeah, but cash. you know what I'd rather see? Uh, again, Rogan had uh, one of the coaches on for uh, Nunez. They were talking about, I'd rather see one of the Diaz brothers fight fight Floyd in a boxing oh, match. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that rather. would be good. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather see that? Guys I mean, who actually box. They can box, exactly. They would look like, they would look like Floyd's dad. Yeah, but still, they would have a better chance of standing in the ring. And those dudes, uh, look, the Diaz brothers can take a fucking hitch. A hit, and then and I saw they, some I, to see them fight him. I, I that think that's a boxing back. I saw some normies who were like, "Well, Khabib clipped Connor," and I'm like, "That's the wrestler's punch." Yes, he hit him with the wrestler's punch, guys. He took him down five the times in a row. Is literally, the reason you think if exactly. Khabib didn't have the best grappling in the world, he would have hit him with that overhand right. Never would have happened. No, no. it's literally an overhand right that's set up with a, a faint, with a, a take faint down. of a exactly. takedown. It's literally the fear of the takedown that made Connor drop his arms the entire fight. It's ridiculous. It's why Ally Quinta, 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 Quinta. It's why Ally Quinta lost the fight. He got his face jabbed off because he had to be in a wrestling stance the entire time. That's how Josh Kotchek got all of his knockouts. Literally, because you were going to get ground out by Josh Kotchek if you can keep your hands low, so he would just faint and knock you out. And then we have Floyd Mayweather coming off the nine-minute sparring session that made him 
all the money in the fucking world. He got nine million dollars for three minutes of boxing in an exhibition match <laughs> right that now. didn't count Comical for either flopping. record. It was one hundred and thirty-nine seconds. And oh look, it's an acting gig. Oh, I'll throw in the towel. One hundred and thirty-nine seconds. He made roughly sixty-seven thousand dollars a second. It was ridiculous. What a fucking wash. He's just chilling in his retirement. I can't knock Floyd. No, you make offer the money. me that. Make I'm doing money. it too. Sure. I don't give a shit. And he's about his money. He's always been about it. But I think the only logical fight Five for Khabib. Five inches taller, 10 pounds heavier at, at least. the weigh-in. There, yeah. there's at only, the weigh-in. Th- there were no weigh-ins, remember? There's there only st- one logical fight for me right now. We need to know who is better, Khabib or Tony. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, Bottom line. There is no disputing it. We're not going to go play with Max Holloway yet. That's later. I want to know who the best 155-pounder is. And there are two guys where we have not seen encounter each other yet. It's been the match that has never been. It's been scheduled four times. Yeah. Still have not seen it. These guys need to fight. They do. Period. Ferguson, get healthy. Period. Get completely healthy. Get rid of your... He had a little bit of a limp after his and last he's fight. And he's doing his snap jitsu. He looks good. Yep. I, was on his, and, I was on his Instagram. He's spinning around on a medicine ball and blowing I wanna, my mind. Yeah, but I want to see him do it. I want to see that fight. That That is the next fight. And you heard me when we did our predictions in the last show. I think Tony wins. I can't wait to see it. I have no really? idea. I'd be so interested. Because right. I, I don't know how you would beat Tony Ferguson. I don't know how you beat Khabib, to be honest with you. Because you rock Tony, and he just does a a standing Garambi to sliding into his snap jutsu, to getting up, to like spin kicking you as the match ends, uh, to the round ends. It's just... Yeah, I mean, we'll have to to see how that fight plays out, because the nation has no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. So many interesting things are happening. And then you have Conor McGregor on his social media saying that that he would fight tension... Sheka Sheka Mora Mira whatever Tenson yeah we'll just say Tenson he was going to fight uh, uh the the Japanese fighter that fought Floyd because he was like you know what if we're just handing out money yeah I'd I'm, be down to make some I'll too. get in line and, and you know what he can kick now too yeah oh if they could kick yeah. well Connor's what fifty pounds heavier than Tenson yeah he looked like a flyweight. Yeah, sure. 126 pounds. I think Floyd weighed Five, like, what, one. like 143 Connor, uh, Yeah, Floyd weighed 143 uh, in there or something like that. Eating, he was eating burgers before. Yeah. At least three and a half inches taller it's than Tension. And Connor's four inches taller than Floyd. So, so it yeah. would be comical to see that take it, place. It would be like Connor smacking around a little boy. Yeah, it wouldn't be right. Not to downplay attention skill. I just think no, weight classes exist for a reason. Exactly. And you know what? Good for him for cashing his check, too. I'm they sure didn't put how much got, money I'm he sure put out, but got he got paid. paid. Yeah, he's going to get an Oscar for that acting job. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, he deserves some fucking cash. That was fake as fuck? Oh, yeah. it was 100% scripted. I, I again, that think was the more first scripted. I think the first knockdown was real, but after that, no. I think it was more scripted wholly than the KSI Logan Paul fight. Yeah. KSI and Logan Paul actually fought. That was fake. <laughs> that think, was fake. Because mm-hmm. at least I saw Logan Paul throw a punch and it hit KSI, and I'm like, KSI did not like that. Yeah. I, I, Whereas in this fight, I was like, Tension didn't throw anything that even looked like it was trying to hurt Floyd. It 100%. looked like he was speed touching Floyd, and it's like, okay, well, what are we doing, man? And then he flops like that. Like, I've seen a lot of people fall in fights. I've never seen that spurting kick out. It looked Maybe a lot, I haven't watched enough fights, but it looked like a cartoon. It looked it was ridiculous. It looked a lot like Kem Shamrock, I, Kimbo I, Slice. I know, but I think still think the first punch to the temple temple was real, possibly. But, yeah, and then but you then play that, it up a little bit. It's like the WWE. It. But then uh-huh. after that, I I do think that I'm, he was just done. I'm not. I'm not. I'm acknowledging the fact that punches landed. I'm just saying they didn't do that much damage because no. the punches landed and tension was like oh. No, it was never going to be any damage. Floyd already said on the A side. You guys know that there was never. There anything. was no way he was but stepping here's the in there scary and losing. Part. Here's yeah. the scary part. I don't f- fault him for taking all these exhibition matches and doing whatever he does. Of course not. Make your money. Son. Make your money. But here's the scary part. Don't get in the ring one time, and he's going to get in the ring against the wrong person, and he's going to get caught, and he could fuck up. His he legacy. would never do. He manages the circumstances I so understand well. Understand that, but I'm saying you, you don't want that to happen. You Imagine can't if it touch did, me. I'm not saying that. Yeah. All I'm saying is he's going to – I mean, how much fucking money do you need? We already know you're probably the you best – You own four clubs in Vegas. Yeah, you're you the own... best fighter in the history, 49-0, and 0, whatever it is, boxing. 50-0 now. 50-0 now. 
That's fine. No, it's an exhibition. Doesn't count. Doesn't no, count. he was fifteen. Oh, though. you're right against Connor. Right? That's right. So my thing is that's fine, but don't fuck your legacy up by trying to. I mean, you cashed in, man. Nobody's living hey, better. You than know, you. Floyd. He, I don't think that this damages legacy at all. Best no, boxer. I, I didn't say this did. I'm saying. So what would? What What would him stepping in a ring yeah, with somebody getting knocked he, the fuck out, getting knocked cold uh, on his ass and his back? That's not gonna happen, especially not in Japan. Japan, the huge thing about Japan, we can get into that. They have some squirrely fights, dude. A lot of people take the dive in Japan. Fake as fuck. Yeah, you were not, talking not about that one fighter. Bob Sapp took there many a go. dive. Bob Sapp. Took many a dive. We and pulled it was his well record known. Up. It was well known. Everyone was like, so he's going to take the dive. <coughs> and they're like, absolutely. Yeah, we're paying him like 500 grand to dive on the floor. Honestly, we're just shocked we got someone this big. Not <laughs> big as in stardom. Big as in physically huge. large to fight for us. Like they're they're sure. all down for the spectacle. I mean, in Japan. that what we just watched was essentially a nine million dollar appearance. It's appearance Ford. fee, exactly. Yeah, it's oh, like absolutely. going to fucking VidCon. He went out. Exactly. You're did. not going there to interact with them. No, you're going there to, see to them. just see. Oh look, them. there it is. Oh, yeah, in person. Oh look, there's Markiplier. And he, and he did press conferences. And then if you pay five hundred dollars, you get a photo. Yeah. He got to meet everybody. Of course. The fact that VidCon actually exists blows my fucking mind. What is the VidCon? people are like? I just gotta see Markiplier. What's what's VidCon? VidCon is you go, you go and, and you meet YouTubers. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm shocked that exists. That's too. it. But one day we'll that's be there. It. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go, <laughs> bro. If you want to meet me, I. That's guess. my own point. Fuck yeah. Yeah. If people wanted to see us, I would go. You want a picture? Come on. Just because I'm not an asshole, but I would be like, hey man, you really just want to pay just to see us? You have to pay. I'll take a picture with you, buddy. Yeah, I was gonna say that's my thing. Like our booth is probably gonna be super packed then because I'm just like I'm not gonna charge you five hundred dollars. Who the long, fuck am I long to charge you for put, my? Am I Marlon Brando? Put as long as you put us up and get us a place to stay and get us there for free. Sure, I'll fuck yeah, you. Show I up. guess. Yeah, I guess. We'll I do guess. a panel. We'll do a panel. That'd panel? Why not? Fuck it. We'll talk about Fortnite like you got something and else Marcus to do. Brownlee. <laughs> I'll talk about Fortnite and Marcus yes, Brownlee. Brownlee. <laughs> oh, that's hot. <laughs> that's hot. The fuck you say to me? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck you say to me, little shit? But yeah. But, but anyway. um, well, guys, this was been an, this <laughs> has been an interesting episode of the MMA submission. We covered a broad range of stuff yeah. today. Let us know what was your favorite topic. How do you feel about UFC 235? How do you feel about UFC 233? How do you feel about what happened to UFC 232? Is, is, I want to know. Got to know. Is the 19th the next event coming up for the watch party? Yes, tune yeah. in January 19th. We'll be doing a watch party of the TJ Dillshaw Henry Cejudo fight right, right here, here on the YouTube channel and on our Facebook page. We'll be live on our Facebook. It'll be uploaded to our YouTube. Yeah. It'll be here. But I'm super excited. If you guys want to check in with more of our content on our YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe and hit that little bell for notifications. And, uh, yeah, man, this has been a really fun time. Good times. Uh, and times. great topics. And I really look forward to when I get to fight Tension and make my Can't $9 wait. million. Dollars. Excited. $9 million? Yeah. 100%. I'll take whatever he wants to pay me. Exactly. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I'm not uh, proud. we'll see you guys next time. Cash, cash, cash.